if that just doesn't get your blood boiling. Good Thursday afternoon or morning to you, depending on when you have Mr. Tolliver. I'm here, Mr. Tolliver, at the kitchen table, the Tolliver household, ready to start off our conversation on Rome with a little talk about the Forum. The Forum was the center of life in Rome. And forum actually even means the gathering place. And that is certainly what Rome was, what the Forum was for the ancient Romans. In the Forum, you could find merchant stalls, public bathhouses, games, and plays. But over time, the Forum developed into a massive complex of government buildings, meeting halls, temples, theaters, and monuments. Nearly one million people lived in the city, and the Forum was definitely the heart of the city of Rome. You could see many foreigners roaming the streets from such faraway places as Britain, Spain, and Egypt. These people brought in goods from all over the world, items such as spices, silks, perfume, weapons, instruments, and many, many, many more things. Many of these goods were luxury items, which were purchased by wealthy Roman citizens and their slaves. Huh. Speaking of slaves, there were tons of them in Rome. Many of them had become slaves after losing wars to the Romans. The Romans believed in the rule of law. The rule of law essentially means that there's only one law and every Roman has to follow it and is equal under it. For example, every Roman had the right to accuse any other Roman of a crime. If the crime was serious enough, a jury of citizens would listen to and decide the case. This spirit of republic was especially true when the Senate and the assemblies were important sources of the law. After Rome became an empire, however, the emperor became the ultimate source of law in the empire. Romans believed that one law should apply to all citizens. Still, under the empire, Roman law was not applied equally. The poor were often not citizens, faced much harsher punishments than the rich. Sometimes. Those punishments even include torture. As the empire grew, foreigners brought new forms of worship to Rome. The Romans welcomed most of these new religions as long as they didn't encourage disloyalty to the emperor. The religion in Rome came originally from the Greek gods. Although the Romans came to honor their emperor as gods as well, at mealtimes, they often left gifts of food, such as honey cakes and fruit. Each home had an altar where the family worshipped. The family hearth, or fireplace, was sacred to the goddess Vesta. During the main meal, the family threw a small cake into the fire as an offering to the god. And that's going to take us to our first commercial break. This advertisement is for the new hit movie, Masinko's Men, rated PG. It's a true story of all of the men who didn't make it out of the Colosseum. It's sure to be a hit, folks. Make sure you go and see it. And we're back here to talk a little Roman family life. The Roman family was ruled by a paterfamilia, or father of the family. A paterfamilias word was law in his home. Even his grown children had to obey him. 
Roman babies were usually born at home. The Romans only kept strong, healthy babies. If the father didn't approve of a newborn, it was left outside to die or to be claimed as a slave. What Romans cooked and ate depended on whether they were rich or poor. Only the rich had kitchens in their homes. The poor cooked on small grills and depended on fast food places called Thermopylae, where people could buy hot and cold food that were ready to eat. Even the rich often bought their daytime meals at Thermopylae because the service was fast and convenient. There was also a major difference between how the Romans lived. The wealthy lived in grand houses built of stone and marble. Thick walls shut out the noise and dirt of the city. Inside the front doors was a hall called an atrium where the family received guests. An indoor pool helped to keep the atrium cool. An opening in the roof let in plenty of light. The poor, on the other hand, had lived in many crowded apartment buildings. Others lived in small shops above where they worked. Without proper kitchens, the poor cooked their meals on small portable grills, which filled the Romans' rooms with smoke. Even though the city was home to more than a million people, most of the Romans lived in the country. The wealthy elite Romans could have homes both in the city and the country. When life became too hectic or hot in the city, they would leave and go to their villas in the country. The Romans loved their forms of entertainment, especially violent ones. Chariot racing at the Circus Maximus was the most popular. The stadium was massive, nearly two times the size of Michigan Stadium. It was very popular with both the wealthy and the poor. In fact, many emperors would have what they called bread and circuses. They did this to keep the poor happy and to make sure they didn't rebel. Gladiator fighting was also very popular. These events used to be only held every once in a while. But after the Roman emperors saw how popular they were, they made them regular occurrences to entertain the people of Rome. And folks, that's going to do it for our very first episode of the Roman podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode. And we're out.